Hello and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live. Well, hello, Convention of States supporters, and welcome back to another episode of COS Live. My name is Andrew Woodruff. I will be your host for this episode. And as you might have noticed, the wonderful, lovely, and the uh, the great Rita Peters is not able to join us. She is my co-host, but she's also the Senior Vice President of Legislative Affairs. And she is uh, tending to pressing legislative matters, but she will be back next week. We have a great program lined up for you. Before we get to that, though, comment below. Let us know what state you are tuning in from. We would love to hear from you. And of course, while you're at it, give us a like, a rumble, a retweet, or a share. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. It's really important that you do this because it helps us grow the show, helps us grow the show, and it helps get the message out about convention of states and how we are the solution as big as the problem. We are the solution that is going to cure the DC mess that career politicians have created for us. Again, it's an Article 5 convention of states. So are you tired of winning yet? I know that I'm not tired of it, and I'm sure many of you are just getting going with the winning. Well, Friday marked an unprecedented victory for Convention of States. We got a double chamber victory in West Virginia. We passed the House and the Senate in the same day, and it was within 45 minutes of each other. That is absolutely amazing. Again, it is unprecedented for Convention of States. Uh, with West Virginia passing, though, that means that we are past the halfway mark. We are at 18 states. That means we got 16 states left to go until we can start reigning in federal tyranny by calling the first ever Article 5 Convention of States. Today, we are going to be joined by two outstanding uh, patriots from the West Virginia team. We have Tracy Friend, who is the state director. And then we also have uh, Jay Taylor, who's the li legislative liaison for West Virginia. Both of them are going to be joining us momentarily. Before we get to that, of course, though, we do have our Article 5 trivia giveaway question with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. Mike, over to you. It is absolutely a celebration week in a celebration year, in a celebration month. It's so exciting to be here. Thanks so much. And boy, what a great show it's going to be because we're going to hear the story about West Virginia. Congratulations to the West Virginia team. The folks have been pushing so hard. I've known Jay Taylor, gosh, for pretty close to a decade. I think it's nine years. He has been pushing and pushing and pushing to make it happen. He's been the state director there. He deserves a big shout out for being the leader. Of course, all the grassroots that made things happen there. Of course, I'm gushing a little bit right now because I can't believe how amazing it was. The, when you hear the story, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but when you hear the story, your eyes will get real wide and you'll realize just what incredible perseverance there's been, what incredible hard work and people keeping their emotions in check and doing the right thing, which is not an easy thing to do. It all came together in West Virginia in this mighty month of March. And that's going to be the, the subject of our trivia question. But first, let me, let me promote our most popular t-shirt right here. This is called the Rally Tee. We see people in the legislatures all over the nation wearing this t-shirt in there. It used to be, and it actually still is, the COS buttons. 
that looks something like this. This is actually our little COS uh, doily for uh, keeping the, the wood clean when you put your drink down. But that's what the buttons look like. The COS t-shirt is great. I'm going to give one of these away in whatever size you want to the winner of our trivia question. They'll deserve this, and chances are they might even have one. Because to know the answer to this question, you really have to be paying attention. Because not only do we talk about history and, and how Article 5 has evolved over the years, but now we've been around long enough. We have so much history, a lot of it good, I'm happy to say, that we can use COS trivia, COS history for trivia today. And that's exactly what we're going to do. And here's our big question of the day. And this week, I said it's a magic march. We have done a lot. We've seen a lot, mostly because of the way the legislative calendars lay out. The legislative calendars lay out. They, most of them, many of them start in January. And by about April, some into May, they start winding up their legislative sessions. Some go year round. Of course, California does because they can't wait to think of new ways to restrict us with these laws that they want to have. But a lot of our legislative activity happens right now. And March is such a great month. So it's a big anniversary for CUS. We've been at it so long. Not counting West Virginia, which of course passed in March. We have three states celebrating the anniversary of their passage of the COS resolution. March 5th, March 6th, and March 12th are all anniversary days. Um, what was the first state of 2014, the first state of 2017, the second state of 2019 to pass the Convention of States? all in March, and uh, they're the first state overall, the ninth state overall, and the 14th state overall. Can you believe we're at 18? It's so fun to say. So stay tuned after this incredible show. I'll give you the answer, and hopefully you won the rally tee, and if you didn't get one, just go to Shop Convention States and make things happen on your own. You can buy a shirt. You can get a mug. You can do whatever you like, but for now, let's get this show on the road. See you later. We have two outstanding Patriots with the West Virginia team. We have Jay Taylor, who is the legislative liaison. And we also have Tracy Friend, who is the state director for West Virginia. It's a pleasure to have both of you. Uh, West Virginia uh, on Friday passed the COS resolution, becoming the 18th state to join her, uh, join the sister states for calling a convention. And the victory was overwhelming in the House. It was 77 to 19, and it got passed over the Senate where it was passed by a vote, voice vote. So uh, before we get into the interview, let's uh, recap some of those moments uh, where we uh, achieved that victory. We do love the Constitution, those of us who are supporting this resolution. What we don't love is Roe v. Wade, Wickardville Foburn, and many other decisions that have abused the Constitution. This is our way to stand up to the Washington politicians and judges. I urge adoption of the resolution. Question before the House is, shall the resolution be adopted? Those in favor of adoption of the resolution will say aye. Aye. Roll call vote is demanded. Is the demand sustained? Demand is sustained. The question is, shall the resolution be adopted? Those in favor of adoption of the resolution will vote aye. Those opposed will vote no. The clerk will prepare the machine. <coughs> Has every member voted? If so, the clerk will close the machine, ascertain the result on this question. There are 77 ayes, 19 nays, and four members absent. A majority of members voting in the affirmative. The chair declares that resolution adopted. The clerk will please communicate the action of the House to the Senate. Is there further unfinished business?
The question is on adoption of the resolution. All those in favor will say aye. aye. Those opposed, no. The ayes appear to have it. The ayes do have it. I declare the resolution adopted. West Virginia passed the Convention of States resolution last week, becoming 18, number 18. Uh, that video was excellent. Congratulations to both of you. Uh, my first question is, how did it feel for both of you as that final vote came in? Tracy, I'll go to you first. Um, really, it happened so quickly um, that it, it's taken days to try to absorb what just happened. My work has completely, I wouldn't say completely, but you know, my uh, focus has changed. Uh, I didn't go to the Capitol that morning expecting to walk out uh, as the 18th state. So uh, uh, it was it was a little overwhelming. Um, uh, yeah, it was just more than I was expecting. So it took me days to be able to grasp what just happened. Mm. Jay, how about for you? Nine years with Convention of States, how did it feel? Well, uh, it surreal it was just it, it was amazing i'm still kind of like you know okay wait we, we're past because it was supposed to be this week you know i mean i'm a bit of a political junkie and as you can see i still got the the senate uh, floor session up there in the background um and then just you know the overwhelming number of votes we got i mean i've been telling people you know we'll be well in the 60s i said i was hoping for 70 and to come out and we had 77 there on the house floor was just phenomenal and there was four that were absent and all four of those i believe there was some uh, some covid things that were going on there but uh all four of those were supporters and so we would have been at 81 here in west virginia and we had three democrats that you know were surprises to me i you know i i was really grateful to that and uh you know just it was just amazing and then um i knew that the senate intended to take it up uh, right away even um, a, a really fun note on that one, and I didn't I didn't know about this in, until it happened, was that the Senate president himself, Craig Blair, he came over to the House floor, got the resolution from the House clerk himself personally, and walked that back over to the Senate so they could take it up immediately. I mean that's unheard of. I mean you, that just doesn't happen. So that just showed how much. He, he supported the convention of the states and how, you know, the, they passed four four other years uh, here in West Virginia in the Senate. And so he, he didn't want to take any chances. He wanted to get that thing and get it done now. So it, it wasn't even like an hour after the house passed it, the Senate took it up and passed it. So that was amazing. And so we were very appreciative of all the efforts there and, you know, both in the house and Senate. So overwhelming support here in West Virginia. Yeah, and it was just, if you'd been tuning in for the first time uh, to West Virginia, watching uh, this unfold, getting passed in the House uh, with that overwhelming margin, and then just getting sent over to the Senate within you know 45 minutes, however much it was, yeah. you'd think, oh, wow, I mean, it, there must be just such broad support in West Virginia. They made it look easy peasy, like it was a breeze. But the reality is it's been very close in West Virginia for a long time, but yeah. we've just never been able to get it across the finish line. And there's been a few times where we just thought we had the votes, we thought we had it, and it just didn't pass. Uh, but you, um, Tracy, the entire team, many of the legislators in West Virginia, you never gave up. You kept uh, coming back, showing up year after year until the job got finished. And it's really just an inspiration for me and so many others to see that you finally have gotten it done. Uh, one thing I want to ask you about, though, Jay, is you have you've spent so much time in the West Virginia legislature, probably more than anyone in, on the West Virginia team, maybe even across the nation when it comes to spending time in legislatures. 
So um, who do you credit for the um, for passing in the uh, in the legislature? Which legislators are champions who helped us get it get it across the finish line? For for this year or for the whole for time this over? for this year, definitely in the House, our our lead sponsor Riley Keaton was just instrumental for helping to make sure everything was going there. Uh, Chris Pritt there, he in the in the Judiciary Committee was just a, a real staunch, and he gave a wonderful floor speech when with the support. And in in the Judiciary Committee was like really helping out there. We were able to get a lot of the uh, Judiciary Committee members to. Uh, you know, to keep on requesting that we, we get put on the agenda. And uh, I, I, I know a lot of them were really, really helping out there, making sure that uh, we got that through. Um, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that uh, the, our Speaker of the House, uh, Roger Hanshaw, you know, he had, he had been against us uh, a number, you know, year, year before, and we were able to, you know, kind of get with him and answer his concerns and uh, make sure everything was good. And uh, he, he told me uh, last fall uh, when we were down there for interims, he said, he said, Jay, after three months of the Biden administration, I'm ready to sign on as a prime sponsor of your resolution. So I, that was such a shock and such a welcome uh, thing. So for Roger, to, he did sign on as a co-sponsor. So to have the Speaker of the House as a co-sponsor just you know, I'd be remiss not to mention that. So big, big thank you to him. And that, that definitely helped push us, push us through there. So um, on the Senate side, you know, the, the president, Craig Blair, just everything he did there, you know, we got here, um, Senator Robert Carnes, he was, uh, he'd always been our lead sponsor over there and spoke on it when it was on the, the Senate floor there, Mike Azinger, he, he's always been, you know, champion there. And, just even even uh, past guys that have gone on to other other things, uh, Kent Leonhardt, who's our ag commissioner now, he's always you know called back on the uh, our senators and delegates that he knew and encouraged them to support us. So it's it's been just a, an incredible ride, and just you know so many so many people have been so supportive just to make sure everyone's questions are answered and just trying to make sure we got this whole team approach going. Mm -hmm. Well, you've certainly collected a lot of skill, uh, spending so much time in the West Virginia legislature. That's that much is uh, apparent. And I do hear that you are also contemplating a run for the West Virginia Senate. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Uh, our, our, my my state senator is actually uh, retiring now this year in the 14th district here in, in West Virginia. Mm -hmm. And so when when he said he wasn't going to run, um, I you know checked with my delegate to see if she was going to run over there. And when she said she's got a good position in, in the house, I said, well, okay, you know, and I've, I've worked with all these legislators, both in the house and the Senate and, you know, know, know so many of them and have worked well with them, not only on convention of states, but other uh, bills and resolutions and just legislation there that I, I thought, you know, it's time for me to get in the game too. So uh, I'm, I'm all in, I'm running and very excited and, uh, you know, got a lot of support and I'm, I'm, I'm anxious. And, you know, there'll be other things coming up with, uh, you know, with Convention of States, you know, that we'll definitely have other Article 5 things coming through the, you know, making sure we, you know, the, the rules that are coming through. So the, they'll, there'll be things for Convention of States to do even here in West Virginia and, and on down. So. Mm -hmm. Well, we're certainly happy to have Patriots in the fight for liberty and best of luck to the uh, to your endeavors there and trying to secure a Senate seat. I want to switch gears though, to talk about just like division 
um, within the country. Because if you turn on the media, you would assume that there is just uh, deep division within the American body politic. It seems like we can't agree on anything. At least that's what the media tells us. But I think some of it actually, there is some truth to it that there, we're just very divided as a country right now. Uh, but besides or despite all of that, division, uh, Americans seem to agree that the federal government has gone beyond its scope and its jurisdiction, and they support calling an Article, Article 5 convention to rein in the federal government. Uh, Tracy, um, we have some polling that shows that two-thirds of voters you know, from both sides of the spectrum, on the right and on the left, they agree that uh, our resolution um, can solve a lot of these problems, a lot of the government overreach that we're seeing. Why do you think that is? Mm. Um, I think the state of our nation, just as you said, is divided, but there uh, has been has been so decisive. The federal government specifically has been purposefully so, um, you know, divisive um, that the truth of the Article Five, when, when people, uh, you know, get any kind of a, amount of knowledge of it, that um, it doesn't matter where you're standing, which side you're on, you do recognize this as, you know, as the solution. Uh, that was provided by those who created the Constitution. It's all written in there. It's all included. Um, so if you have any kind of concept of saving our country or recognizing that it's going in, in the completely wrong direction, then uh, it would be an, the truth of the, the convention would be an obvious uh, uh, choice and a solution to the problems we're having. So I, I can understand why both sides, you know, you, but you can be on one side and are for Marxism and, and, you know, the division. But if you're not, if you're just leaning, you know, in one direction, but do understand that our country is falling, um, then this is an obvious solution. Mm. And so right now with West Virginia coming on as the 18th state, we're now over halfway, which is just outstanding considering that before the, uh, you know, at the end of last year, uh, we were we were not even at the halfway mark. Now, just a, a few months into the new year, we are past the halfway mark. We have 16 states left until we get to that uh, that 34 threshold that would trigger a convention of states. Uh, and for both of you, what do you hope will come out of a convention, and how can a convention benefit not only the nation but how can it benefit West Virginia in particular? Uh, Tracy, right back to you first. Sure. Um, well, you know what? I stated uh, in an earlier interview with COS Live, uh, just the uh, uniting. I mean, because it's going to bring every state, the people of every state together, just to be, you know, observing what's being, uh, you know, handled in the convention. Um, so, uh, you know, sticking strictly to the three, uh, you know, issues that we have, you know, we are allowed to speak at, at, at hand. Um, I don't, I couldn't say how long it would take um, for our delegates, for our, um, for those to decide, uh, you know, to come up with any amendments on that. Uh, but we all have a stake in it and every state uh, will be affected, could be affected hugely by all three of those uh, in ways I don't think we could even comprehend. It would take some, uh, you know, some thought and discussion to understand how drastically our country could benefit by those three uh, issues that we're addressing. So uh, as far as West Virginia directly, um, it would be good for our people of our states if some of the, uh, <laughs> what, I mean, we have uh, uh, some of our citizens are giving up 40% of their paycheck 
if some of that stopped and they got to keep it themselves to support, you know, those around them, their own communities, get, you know, get to circulate that, in, you know, in our own state, our own area, uh, would benefit us all. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I absolutely see where you're coming from, where this impacts every single uh, citizen and how, you know, holding on to more of your money or less regulations or a federal government that's not as overbearing and encroaching is going to uh, certainly benefit the citizens of West Virginia. Absolutely see that. Uh, Jay, uh, same question to you. How do you think uh, West Virginians will benefit from uh, any amendments that come out of a convention? How do you think it's going to benefit the nation as well? Well, I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, the balanced budget amendment and term limits and, you know, getting the, you know, draining draining the swamp in DC yeah. and getting the, that red tape out of the way so that everything can thrive. I mean, we're seeing that right now with our, you know, gasoline prices going through the roof. And, you know, when we, we've got all, especially here in West Virginia, we've got so much coal and natural gas. I mean, we could be shipping that out all over the place, but, you know, the regulations and the EPA just nonsense is just, you know, out of control. And, you know, we can, we can be energy independent here in, in, not only West Virginia, but America. And, you know, we need to get government out of the way and not, not for it to be a hindrance to our prosperity. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to just reining in the federal government and keeping them uh, doing what they should be doing instead of mm -hmm. trying to do everything for everybody. So that's great. Uh, Tracy, I, I want to ask you, because you were directly connected to the volunteers in West Virginia. You helped organize the team, you helped rally the team. And again, like I'd said earlier, uh, there was defeats that West Virginia had encountered, didn't get the resolution passed until this year. Um, what was it like though, uh, being connected to the team and, and what can you say about the West Virginia volunteers uh, in general? Um, just that, that they, they've not given up. Um, there's been a core team that has stuck together no matter what. And even though they face frustrations, just like the other states have, uh, you know, we all come up against stuff and uh, face it, get frustrated, uh, but still work it out face to face, uh, you know, that we have purpose and that we can't lose our, our heads over, uh, you know, issues. Uh, we have to work it all through, pray it all out and uh, keep walking in, the, in, you know, in the same direction. Uh, and I, I did get a hold of them at one point and say, guys, we have got to keep ourselves together because, you know, you, they work so hard. They put their hearts into this. So uh, uh, sometimes, you know, it, it, it can get to be a lot. And I recognize it in the other states as well that just come up against hurdle, uh, you know, come up against walls and, and it's hard. It's frustrating. Uh, but we don't lose heart uh, because our calling is right. The purpose is right. So. Uh, yeah, I thank the volunteers who stuck it out, who stayed in the job. Now, again, because we weren't expecting this to come up so quickly in West Virginia, uh, a lot of them thought, well, I know it'll come up again next week in the Senate, so I plan to go down for the Senate. It cost me $100 to get to the Capitol and back on Friday. Add fuel, I mean, fuel alone, $100. So I understood that they didn't want to make the trip to, you know, for the House vote. Um, so they were sad to have missed it, but so happy that everything was, uh, you know, one and done on that Friday, that it, it was, it, it got through everything and uh, everyone is celebrating the, to be state 18. We would have been fun to be number 17, fun to be number 16, but hey, I consider it's um, first of the second half. So we'll take it. It's good. Mm. 
that's a great way to look at it. First of the second half. And what mm -hmm. tremendous leadership uh, you brought to the table, keeping your team unified, rallying them, um, keeping them all on the same track to achieve this admirable goal. Uh, it's really quite outstanding. I got one last question for both of you. Um, again, like I said earlier, you know, and like you just alluded to, uh, we've got 18 states. We're in the second half now. We're more than halfway. That means we've got 16 states to go. Um, and you talked about other states, uh, Tracy, having struggles just like your state had. Uh, what lessons can other states learn from West Virginia? Uh, you know what? I would, I, I, because there are issues in every state are different. They are different. But the only thing, the first and the highest thing uh, I, would, I would recommend is pray because I wouldn't have stayed in it. Uh, through the last two months, it was it wasn't easy. Uh, not not I've I've been in it for two years, but um, no, there was a lot of issue. And um, but I, I prayed and I had peace and a confidence. Uh, and, and that peace alone caused me to trust, you know, direction this way or that way. Uh, so pray first, and then know which way you're supposed to to step. And then you know, uh, our peace will lead us. Uh, the the Lord will tell us what steps to take, and uh, that is what, that's what, how, that's how I stayed in it. That was the encouragement I used for the team when it got, when it got hard and, and cold, um, to pray first, uh, and then, you know, discuss, keep, keep the lines of communication open with those, uh, you know, cause we do have counsel, um, nationally, I mean, within COS and, and, and your own team communication. Mm -hmm. I love that. Communicate with God, communicate with your team. Great advice. All right, Jay, what advice do you have for other states who are struggling and what lessons can other states learn from West Virginia? Well, one of the, probably the biggest things to remember is, is that this is a whole, uh, a team approach and, you know, not only keep, you know, keeping your grassroots team, but, you know, your legislators, you know, they're just, these are the lowest, you know, the, the people that are the closest to the laws and, and, you know, that set up so that, you know, we can have contact with them. So, you know, definitely, you know, get to know your legislator and work with them, you know, find out, you know, because hopefully, you know, there's, this isn't the only legislation they're, they're taking up, you know, there's a lot, a lot of things going on down there and there's lots of the stuff. I mean, you know, there's good, you know, this is a good patriotic movement here with, with convention of states. So there's other issues that, you, you know, you might be able to, uh, mm -hmm help and work at work with and just getting to know your legislator and and your senators and just you know seeing i mean i hate to make it sound like but you know be their friend you know they they need they need uh encouragement they need help and you know it's 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 uh, I, I, and i you know i kind of feel weird saying it but politics is a team sport mm. And it, it takes a whole team to get through because, you know, hey, guess what? It's not, not just, you know, it's not just one person right. signing this stuff. It's it's the whole team. You know, we needed 51 votes in the House and you need the 19 votes or whatever it is in your in your state to get through the Senate. So please, uh, you know, just remember it's a team and the, the team wants to hear from you and work with you. And, you know, they, they need you. Mm. Excellent pieces of advice from both of you. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure to be joined by both of you today. Congratulations again, uh, and thank you for your hard work and your perseverance. Um, and we just look forward to what else West Virginia has in store. Uh, God bless you both. Thanks for joining us. Thank, thank you, Andrew. Andrew.
You're welcome. All right, we have our Article 5 Trivia Giveaway answer with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. Mike, over to you. Well, I hope you enjoyed hearing the stories of West Virginia. I hope you enjoyed hearing what went on with all of the amazing effort that went into passing our 18th state, West Virginia, this past Friday. And if you recall, I am the one that came with a trivia question. I'm going to say it real quick, and then I'm going to give you the answer. And again, if you didn't win, just go to shopconventionestates.com. You can get this rally tee. It's a super popular shirt of ours. It's also the lowest price shirt we have. We're so excited to bring it to you guys. So hopefully you'll have one or you'll get one. This week is a big anniversary week for Convention of States. Of course, not counting West Virginia, we have three other states, three states celebrating the anniversary of their passage of the COS resolution on March 5th, March 6th, and March 12th. So what was the first state of 2014, the first state of 2017, the second state of 2019 to pass Convention of States all in March? Again, it was the first state, the ninth state, 14th state. And our answer is Georgia, our first state to pass March 6, 2014. Arizona passed March 12th, 2017. And Utah passed March 6, 2019. And if you go to conventionofstates.com slash progress, this is an important page to bookmark if you want to know exactly what's going on. People say, well, who's passed? What's going on? Where are we at? Who's passed one chamber? And you want to know so you can not only win this trivia, but you can win in the battle of the marketplace and help people to understand why Convention States is so important now as we approach 20 past states. And uh, the other thing I want to share with you is Mark Meckler, my best friend, I've known him for over 40 years, is going to be celebrating on Thursday his 60th birthday. Don't tell anybody I told you that, but it's true. And what an incredible guy. And let's continue to pray for him. Let's continue to pray for Convention of States. And thanks for having me on. Back to you. Thanks, Mike. We do this show every week because like you, we love America. What we don't love is what's happening in the swamp of DC. We don't love what the swamp monsters are doing to our country. Runaway debt, um, we're seeing restrictions of liberty, we're seeing career politicians, all of these things are, are not conducive to the American way, the American uh, dream that the founding fathers gave us. Uh, it seems right now that we need a plan though. We can't just throw uh, po good politicians at this and hope that we will uh, fix the problem. Our founding fathers knew that we might be in this situation and they already gave us a plan. They gave us a fail-safe within Article 5 that allows the states to get together to call a convention for proposing amendments that would limit uh, any tyranny that was coming out of the federal government. So we are organizing where the people stand a chance. We are organizing where the, where the people have an advantage, and that's within the states. And this is what the founding fathers wanted. They wanted power to be dispersed among the several states. They didn't want it centralized in Washington. They didn't want it centralized with bureaucrat, bureaucrats or some swamp. They wanted it with we the people. So we are using the gift that the founding fathers gave us 
the founding fathers gave we the people, and that is to call an Article 5 Convention of States to limit the size, scope, and jurisdiction of the federal government. And we want term limits for uh, elected officials in Congress, and we want some common sense amendments for restraining uh, the spending that we are seeing in Washington. And of course, we want to put the jurisdiction of the federal government back where the founding fathers intended it to be. So this is a solution as big as the problem, but we need volunteers in this movement. So go uh, sign and share the petition. And after that, go to www.conventionofstates.com. Go to our take action page. Get involved in this fight for liberty. We can use any skill that you already possess. Just go to the different volunteer positions that we have sign up and get involved. After doing that, make sure that you go to our various social media platforms. You need to be liking and sharing that content so that we can get the message out about this secret weapon. And we are on MeWe, Rumble, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, Instagram, Getter, and TikTok. Wherever you're getting your social media buzz, you can find Convention of States. Make sure that you like the page, share the content, uh, this is how we're going to get more people involved in this movement. You can also listen to this program and other historic legacy content uh, from our uh, Convention of States podcast. Just search Convention of, Convention of States wherever you podcast from. If you'd like to get important COS messages, but you want to bypass big tech, you can, you can text START to 54555. Again, that's START to 54555. Uh, the battle cry was COS President Mark Meckler. It's on every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time for another edition of COS Live. Remember, politics is not a spectator sport. If you really want to win back our nation, you need to get in the fight for liberty. We need you in this fight. Your country needs you in this fight. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. This has been the podcast version of COS Live. Check out more content at conventionalstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.